Hello, and thank you for listening to the Half-Ass Housewife Podcast, where you get to learn from a mediocre military spouse how to be a boss babe in your business. Today we have Kat Wolford. 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 You're good. <laughs> I just call her Kat, who is a dear friend of mine, runs her own creative business, and is a travel agent. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. So I know a little bit about you because we're friends, and we like to have coffee together, but why don't you tell our audience a little bit about you and how you got to Wichita. Where you grew up is really cool. So so quick quick synopsis. I moved to Wichita in 2000, officially moved to Wichita in 2001, because we all know we start somewhere and we always backtrack. So 2001, I've been here in Wichita since then and grew up in Germany prior to that with two years in Texas when my dad retired from the military. So she may not be a military spouse, but she's a I military a brat. brat. <laughs> pretty darn proud of it, too. Um, so we spent twenty most of those years in Germany. We spent, so cool. <laughs> my dad um, was able to leave us behind while he traveled everywhere else. We had that opportunity because my mom was his spouse and German native. So um, anyway, but we traveled a lot there and had fam we still have family there and we go back as often as we possibly can. I want to go to Germany so badly in like Christmas time. It's the best time. My husband said it's like it's, the North Pole. It like, is. It's like, so Christmassy. Yeah, you have the Glühwein, which is the spiced mold wine. It's Ooh. fantastic and I usually make it at Christmas as well. Um, it's not just a German tradition, it's also an Italian tradition, so both my worlds in one. Perfect. Um, but yeah, Christmas time is a great time. Um, my favorite one coming up is Fushing, which is Carnival. Oh, very cool. So we have parades um, where we do, you know, we dress up in our costumes and you actually do Rose Monday and it's just a lot of fun. I'll introduce that to everybody. So there's, five. there's but, more to Germany than Oktoberfest? There is more to Germany. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and there's Mind more drinking blown. and wine. I grew up in wine country, so along the Rhine River. Um, for those, you know, W, you know, when World War II buffs, Mainz is where I grew up. And there's a lot of history to it. So um, we even found more history back to the Romans and further even on from that. So, but we celebrate those traditions that they left behind for us. Very cool. Yeah. And you have a daughter. I do, an eight-year-old who is my world and my husband's world as well. Um, and pretty much the start of where I got into my business, um, deciding to become my own entrepreneur. I hate the term mommypreneur. Um, yeah. It's kind of archaic, to say the least. Um, she kind of pushed me to that stage. Well, so in a, in a good way. That's actually my next question is, how did you, because so you run a... You're a travel agent. Correct. And you run your own creative business. I do. So let us know how you got into each. I okay. always love a good so, origin story. <laughs> the creative business kind of has always been something. I've, you know, <clears throat> as you know, I do everything. It's not just designing. I do hands-on things. I do one-on-one, helping with watercoloring, whatever you need. Um, and I got into it because it was my hobby. After a long day at work, I would come home and just paint or put things together, or if it was an Ikea desk kind of mentality, I can put it together and I wouldn't have to look at the instructions. It's the same with the paintbrush for me, and the same with the pencil and whatever medium I, I could find. Um, after being burnt out with a baby, newborn, 
mommy, mommy had to go home and had enough um, and then found out my dad was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Um, excuse me. I should have done it. Oh, okay. We have tissues if you need I need an outlet. And that was my outlet. And I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. So I needed to do something for myself for a change. And thankfully my daughter gave me that ability because she was also a colicky baby. And I need to use that energy some other way as well to stay awake, to be attentive for her. So my creative business came to fruition. Um, it began with a consulting where I would talk to, you know, Etsy shops or, you know, moms that were crafting as well and gave them workbooks and worksheets and that kind of just kind of fizzled because let's be real, everybody decided to become a crafter when the Cricut machine came out and the Silhouette machine came out. We're all doing maker. It's items. like, it's, it's a craft, the craft show is gone 360 and rightfully so. Same thing with DSLR cameras. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The I know how. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, so I kind of, you know, sat back and said, "Well, what can I do besides making wedding invite, you know, invites personalized for them at the lowest cost possible?" Because, look, again, this is the Midwest. We don't have much here, income wise. Yeah. Yet it will happen. Wichita is growing. Yes, and so am I. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and now. And I. You don't just sell the Midwest people. Right, I sell all over. <laughs> so, um, so again, it, I kind of let it fizzle out. I became a travel agent because of my years of traveling. I did thir- thirty years of traveling. This is as a kid, I didn't plan anything. My parents did all the planning, right? But we got to choose where we wanted to go. So they gave us that authority. So if we just wanted to go to the next town over to learn more about that, that's what we'd do. We'd look up the bus schedules and all that planning as well. So that kind of, but on the strips, we do creative stuff too. So, um, anyway, long story short, (laughs) wrapping back around, um, I was getting income, but not enough to support, but enough to fulfill my habits. So if I needed to get new boots, the creative business would fill that need. Perfect. Right. Or if the kid needed diapers. I would not have to ask my husband, can I, how much money do we have this month? I can go and grab that stuff. So, um, it worked out really well. Um, and then, like I said, things happened, things died down. I kind of relied more on my travel agent, got that under my belt, kind of fizzled it down last year. And then come Christmas time, did one last illustration and said, no, I'm not going to let my business die. And I'm coming back full throttle for 2020. So... Um, and that's when you approached me, and I said, this is perfect timing. Yay! Yeah. And also, she made my husband and my daughter... My husband does not cook, and I'm the cook in the family, and he always... If I ask him to, like, cut an onion because I cry so hard during it, he's like, MasterChef, right? Because he started watching MasterChef. was Chef. the cutest thing. <laughs> we started watching MasterChef together, and he was like, oh, I guess I'll just read my book or play my game and then he got really into it <laughs> and so now he's like master chef ryan to the rescue <laughs> don't worry master chef ryan's got it so cat made us this master chef ryan for to iron on to an and as a gift him. because i couldn't you know you can't take money <laughs> for that kind of stuff and then <laughs> he um she made a little sous chef for chelsea and i 
I think he was more excited about the little sous chef to match than he was about his own apron. And rightfully so, because we know who the boss is in your family. (laughs) Yes, Chelsea. (laughs) For sure. But yeah, um, and I think that's the other thing too with the creative business. I I have a legal background. Um, She couldn't sell it to me. She didn't sell it to her. So any lawyers or Um, people that work for MasterChef. Yeah. Yeah. Please (laughs) please don't come after me. Leave her alone. (laughs) But I know which trademarks to do, like which ones to watch. Um, There was a big issue with that for photographers this year in the Grinch. uh Uh-huh. Big, big, big problem. Especially local, too. So um, you just have to watch... I'm going to say it, your asses. Um, be careful. Make sure you do the research. And if you don't know it, ask around. Like, there is a community here in Wichita you can ask around. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid. Also, so. this is an explicit. I just okay. know myself well enough, so I write everything as explicit and just tell my grandpa not to listen to any of my podcasts. <laughs> okay, good. So, you can say ass, it's okay. okay. This, I might, this, maybe last week. Oh, I might have said shit. It's like, right. This one isn't as bad as the one I have with Sarah. Okay. <laughs> Which is just the, yeah, a lot. Um, so what lights you up in your creative business? Um, seeing the end result. Like, I'm not kidding you. I will, it's like the people that do the Instagram stories and they'll do like 50 takes, right? Mm-hmm. So with my watercoloring, I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to sell you my first product. Like oh, the no. first thing is just me getting the idea out on a piece of paper I have stacks and stacks of those papers, but I don't throw it all away because I can use it for something else or I come back to it and I can use it for a swatch, you know, that you can upload on Adobe or whatever um, for another thing that I do. Um, But what lights me up is to see the end result and then seeing it mass produced. For me, that's, that makes me feel like I did something right. Like something that I made besides my child. (laughs) Turned out great. Turned out great. So, um, and it also, like, if it's a wedding, like, I've done wedding invitations. Um, somebody returned, gave the newly couple an ornament and had taken the, the um, invitation apart and cut it up and put it in the ornament. I have yet to see it myself, but they just got it this last Christmas. But it's my, my painting in an ornament with their name, and it just makes me, like, that lights me up. Like, that's a memory that they will forever cherish and they came to me um and another thing too is just being able to show my daughter yeah you can be a ceo you can be a lawyer you can be a you know a judge a doctor all these high things and still have an outlet to do your creative i also right go ahead i think it's important to teach people i was i I did senior portraits for a teenage boy and he loves art but he does he was like but I can't make money off of it and I also and think I, that you need to show that you can you just have to learn marketing or hire somebody to market right if you're talented that like, was the one thing if I you're really mind. shitty at it you're not gonna make money right. but and also if you have that mindset where you're like I'm not gonna make any money off of this we were just talking about it um I have some prints up on my Etsy shop because I do love design but I've for 2020, I'm focusing on branding and photography. Right. Um, and I do design for myself and for fun. Um, I actually, since my mom isn't listening, I made my mom this Christmas present. And it's it's a digital print of my grandparents in thug wear. 
because we went yes, house we shopping with them. <laughs> And we were joking, like, oh, my gosh, if they lived here, what if they got all thugged out? And, like, my grandma would be wearing, like, near nothing and, like, right. cholo eyebrows. And my grandpa would be wearing a do-rag. And, it, like, it was – we yeah. just laughed so hard for so long. And so I made her this print. And so it's kind of for myself because I like – and I like figuring it out. Mm -hmm. But I, we were just talking about – I added all these things. And I added some watercolor brushes that I had made for myself because – and I was like, let's just throw them up here. The watercolor brushes are the only thing that have sold. Right. <laughs> so. Because people can't figure, like, some, it's the right lighting, like, for watercolor. Like, what are you using? Are you using, like, regular watercolor paper, or are you putting salt on it? Did you know if you added certain chemicals to it, if you add soap, it'll do another thing with the watercolor. All these little things. I need to, now, my husband is taking my daughter on a trip this weekend, uh -huh. and so I have the whole weekend to myself, which he does every once in a while just to give me a little break. Right, because let's be real. As a military spouse, when before we had a kid, I used to love when he left. Like, I I obviously loved my husband. Right. And so, but, like, when he left, I had, I didn't have to cook dinner for him. I could just eat cereal. I don't have to do much. Find yourself again. Yeah, and right. I just have a little time to myself, but after the kid... Mm -hmm. TDYs are not as fun because everything lands on me. So he likes to take her on little getaways, and I like it because I I want them to have a really good relationship, too. And because he's in the military, he's not always home, and so these trips get him and her, like, little bonding time, and I love it. Um, so now that I'm going to have some time this weekend, I want to do some watercolors. Yeah. But And that's the other thing I do with my business. So if you want to do that and you have no idea, like, which direction to go, I talk to my clients. I'm like, I don't charge anything extra. <laughs> like, I'll tell you which techniques you can use, where to go to get certain things. Like, a lot of people don't realize you can do salt. You can sprinkle salt, and it'll give you that texture. Yes. For Especially the cactus thing. It was a big thing last year. The cactus watercolors. I am such a sucker. <laughs> I love plants so much, but I kill them all. And oh. so my next thing is, like, I have two plant lady friends. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm just going to come over and take pictures of your plants and hang those. <laughs> so I can have plants in my house. But, but I can't. Do it as a watercolor. So you would do it with watercolor and you do the salt on it. And it kind of gives oh. it a little prickly texture to it. Okay, well, Kat so and I have a date this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there are other things that I do, too. And... Um, like the, for the Cricut machine, I come up with SVG vector files. I upload them to my Etsy site, um, and I don't charge an arm and a leg for them. But because they are my personal baby, I'm going to charge a little more. Yeah. And rightfully so. I have a really fun one for the Wichita flag that I've Ooh. actually watercolored and stuff um, and sold at an auction <laughs> out of all things. Very cool. So um, I use that ability to, to do that for my community. Um, but, yeah, just... I mean, there's so much you can do. I can look at a leaf and think of, I mean, one point people were like, oh, you can make confetti with a leaf. Well, there's other stuff you can do with a leaf. You can cut it into a heart, and that could be a Valentine's Day heart if you don't want to cut paper mm -hmm. or construction paper. So You can make, like, a Valentine's Day garland out of that. Yep. I love that. And I, it's I kind of like, <clears throat> I do the same thing, but with, I always am now looking at lighting uh -huh. and composition. For photography, like, when I, my camera is heavy and I don't like leaving it in the car because thieves, right. but 
I'm all, like, I catch myself all the time being like, shit, I should have my camera on me because I think this would be a great photo. Right. And so right. that's what I look at now. And so, you know, creative people same. are just a little bit, and it's and just a brain, little different. My brain is yeah. different. Yeah. So I'll look at a plastic bottle and I'm like, we can use this for a plant. Like, just cut the bottom off and we can use it as a planter or set it up as a greenhouse to start the seeds. That's another creative thing to do. You just. Yeah. But is that a gardening thing? Like, there's a fine line between certain things, right? Like, is she just re recycling? No, I'm using my energy to come up with creative ways. Well, and with all the stuff now, <clears throat> recycling isn't the save all. That no, we and it's it was. not. No, and it, it never was. Like, I grew up with the whole generation of recycle, and recycle, save the world, save the rainforest. Like, my cl my school bought half the land of the rainforest at one point, supposedly. Right? Whatever. <laughs> um. To save the rainforest, we had a whole hallway decked out in rainforest stuff, recycled materials, trash bags, stuff that we brought home from, from home, newspapers, because those actually existed in, <laughs> back in the day. I so, paper mache a tree once with, with we, <laughs> it was for a fashion class, and we had to do a window display, mm -hmm. and so we made this tree out of this, like, Big tubing from Home Depot, and then we paper macheed it so it would have texture, and then made leaves okay. and stuff. Right. And so, newspapers still exist. Right. But somewhere. It's not as in big, <laughs> massive chunks like we grew up, or the phone books. Like, I still use phone books. So, um, I just recycle mine. Like, yeah. Don't give this to me. <laughs> it's a nice store stop. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, it's not just artistic stuff that I do to creative. I look at things and say, we can do something else with You're that. You're a problem or, solver. I'm a problem solver, and I've always been that way. Um, I'm also a researcher. Like, my brain is just wired that way. But the creative thing is my outlet. Like, that was, that's my way of expressing who I am, because I couldn't do that growing up. So. I, we have similar stories. I feel like I keep talking over you. But, no, you're fine. Um. I started my photography because I used to do water. I was a fashion major, and then I did watercolor fashion illustrations. Mm -hmm. I have oh, I have to show you these ones. I did um, Cruella Deville, <gasps> Ursula, and Maleficent <laughs> as fashion illustrations. And I actually wanted now that I'm better. It was like five years ago. Now that I'm better, I want to do them again. But I have to show you. They're amazing. Right. But um. But after my baby was born, she was colicky. She was, mm -hmm. she was not, she didn't, if you put her down for five minutes, she'd be screaming. And we had friends that sent us a rock and play to try. One of those fancy things. You can send all the stuff you want. We did, we tried everything. We tried lifting up the mattress with a pillow underneath it. Uh -huh. That we was did my not put, favorite one. We did not put a pillow in the crib, just right. <laughs> but underneath right. to lift right. it up. Yeah, no, no, no. Like that didn't work. No. Nothing. No. It, she only had to be held, and then my husband had left three weeks, not to, like, leave, right. but he went to a training three weeks after right. she was born. Because, let's be real, deployment. Yeah, they Drink. don't care. Then this is, right. like, when I tell military spouses this, they're like, yeah, the same thing happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> or just dependent. Like, I remember my dad being gone on field, like, mm -hmm. field training for weeks at a time. And then I also am... A, product of the Persian Gulf War. Like, my dad was gone from the very start to the very end of that thing for us in that generation. So, he didn't get to see his daughter grow up. Grow up. Mm -hmm. Like, literally overnight, he left. I was a child, and the next day, the next time he got back, I was a complete teenager, 
with menstruation, a bra on, it was night and day. No, you're fine. Okay. Um, so my husband was like, why don't you pick up that fancy camera and take some pictures of Chelsea? So that could be something right. that I did with her. Right. And then it just went from there. So right. it's, it's the, sometimes our kids are the reason we, become, but there's a good reason. Yeah. Like it's not, oh, it's my kid's fault that I'm at home or it's, my no. kids, you know, it's the re. It's my kid's fault that I pushed myself again to do mm -hmm. something that I enjoyed and also gave back to her. Well, and one of my things, and I've probably, I've either said it on this podcast or the Sarah Yo's podcast, um, one thing that stuck with me was there's, she's a life coach. She's very popular. She has a life coach school. I can't think of her name. She has a podcast. And she said, never feel selfish about making yourself happy. Right. For your children. Is that, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. It's going to drive me crazy. So if you're listening. <laughs> and you know. By random. Please do a shout out. <laughs> she has a life coach school. Right. And that's the podcast. So you can find her that way. Right. Um, but she was like. As long as like not doing drugs or like bringing random men all the time. Right. You know. Right. No. It's not scarring your child. Put yourself no. first and make yourself happy. Because she and she had talked about it. And she was like. My mom made me feel like. It was her fault that she wasn't happy. Right. And all we wanted was her to be happy. And so I took that very seriously, and I was like, I, growing up, well, I didn't want kids till I was 20, and then since I was 20, I was like, I want kids. I want to be a stay-at-home mom because my mom was a single mom with my sister and I, and then my, when she married my dad, they had another kid, um, my stepdad. Right. But I call him my dad. Um, Who's gorgeous. <laughs> My dad? Your stepdad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, back to that grinder story. I'll have to tell you. Yeah. My friend, we were looking at grinder, and I was like, oh, that guy kind of looks like my dad. And then later he's like, yeah, I kind of met up with him once. And I was like, ah, you hooked up with my dad. <laughs> They're just like a guy that looks right. a lot like my dad. Right. My dad is not on the DL. Um, oh, shit. Okay, so then I was like, I'm just going to make myself happy. Like, right. not at the expense of my family, but it made me such a better mom. And it made me, and so we enrolled my daughter in school a couple days a week. And I am such a better mom now. Or like when I go to the gym and I drop her off, I right. used to feel guilty. Like, right. oh, I'm not spending time because, with her. But again, it's society, right? That it's, creates that little tick yeah. to make us feel that guilt of doing mm -hmm. that. And then after I pick her up from uh, my workout, I feel so much better and revived and, like, centered. I'm, like, ten times a better mom right. and, like, let's go do something fun. And I don't get short with her like I do when I feel like I am stuck continuously with right. her. Not that – Right. and there are some stay-at-home moms and they live for it. And they right. love it. And there is nothing wrong not with that. built that way. I'm just – yeah. My grandmother was an entrepreneur. My mom was always a go-getter, like – she wanted to make sure that we were happy, like, as far, as much comfortable as we uh -huh. could, you know, because military, let's be real, we're not getting paid. Yeah. Shit. So, um, we were taken care of in other ways, but that's another story for another time, right? Yeah. So, um. Do you want to go back to your question, your interview? Yeah. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen, because we're, like, 
And Katie was like, souls. she's Kat is going to be a, such a good interviewer because the, you can talk to you so many times, but there's always new stuff you get to learn about you because there's so many layers and I love it. Because I wear so many hats too. Yeah. So, um, but again, back to the grief business. <laughs> so, and anyway, so I if you're following it, along still. <laughs> so I let it fester kind of last year because I wanted to, you know, um, I have an amazing, I work for an amazing travel agency. I get to work from home. So, you know, it's a part-time gig. I'm going to make it a full, full-time gig. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. Um, but last year, I had more business on my travel agency with the travel agency than I did with my creative business. I don't know if it was something in the economy. I'm just going to go with that. Like, it was something. Or was in it? The, it's the air. It was the air. I think it was because I had to rethink, how am I going to sell myself again? I also had, you know... I had a lot of other things that were happening, and I've gone a lot. So traveling, yes, was part of my life last year. Will it be again this year? Yes. But there were other things that were pushed forward that needed to be taken care of. My creative business didn't die. It just went to sleep for a little bit. Oh, took a little nap. became Sleeping Beauty for a little bit, right? So I woke her up again. And the illustration that I did for a local rep here in town became her Christmas card. So I, You're going to yeah. have to show it to me. I will. So, um, anyway, where was I going with that? Well, I was going to ask you your next question. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so sorry. What, since you're a travel agent, what has uh -huh. been your favorite travel memory? Um, oh my goodness. So I've got a ton of them. And you could have one. Like I have, okay, I can tell pre -kid you. Pre-kid and then one I have with one, your daughter. Right, I have one pre-husband like too. Age. So, um, and there was even one with just family. Like, I mean, every stage of my life there's... A memory is stuck to travel, and it's not military. I mean, that's, that's my dad was, you know, a product of immigration. Or, you know, we, they immigrated from Italy to the States. Again, traveling, right? So with my dad, with my family, we, we finally went to Italy, and I got to meet his cousins that we always heard about. Unfortunately, on that trip, I twisted my ankle. Like, severely. Like, swollen. My mom thought I was faking it. So I was being overdramatic because at 16, let's be real. Drama. So, but the best part was meeting all the family and then seeing where all the history of the Proserpios, which is my maiden name, came from. So it's like Como, and yes, that's George Clooney. It's another story for another time. So, in that area, Milan, the northern Italy, not your usual thing that's depicted on media, social, you know, not even social media, but like movies and, movies such. and such. It's a different, different beast altogether because you have the mountaineers that work in the Alps and you have the lakes and it's Swiss influence, but still has the Italian grit to it. And that was my favorite memory as a family. So as an adult, um, I've been places, um, as a college student, you know, you're going to travel a lot with your friends, go to places and stuff like that. Um, the other one was to be able to go to New York City, again, to see family. So let's say family, visiting with family and making memories with family on a traveling trip is my, my favorite thing. Um, but being able to go there after not being there for so many years and seeing a different light as an adult and being more liberated and being able to enjoy the nightlife. Yes. Right. <laughs> um... New York and Italy are on my bucket list. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. But I've not been yet. And I finally got to take Will. Well, correction. Will took me. My husband <laughs> took me to New York. And this is pretty much when I knew that he was going to be my forever soulmate. Um, we went to New York City and I was able to. Instead of introducing him to my parents first, I introduced him to my grandmother. Oh. In NYC. And she gave us the approval. Because that's still a thing. Italians, like, the head of the family needs to give the approval. Doesn't matter. Grandma got the blood. Grandma gave the blessing. So, um, but I kind of, like, guided him around the city with his, we had other friends that were with us, too. It was fantastic. It was a good, it was a really great time. Like, I couldn't have asked for a better trip with him. We've had other trips besides that one. But that was, like, the one that I have the most memories of and just something about it, right? And then with the kiddo, Disney was our thing. She turned five, and we took her to Disney World That's... in Florida. So on Thanksgiving, hers, she's a Thanksgiving baby. Oh. So we were right there, right in time for all the holiday at Disney World in Florida and Orlando. So it went from fall instant to Christmas. So Do they do the Nightmare Before Christmas, too? They do not. Cool. They do not. Um, they well, Okay, correction. I retract that. Um, they do, but not in the Halloween house. It's so the haunted uh, the haunted mansion. They don't do it as as they do in yeah. California. The same thing as is Tokyo, right? It's a little decorated, but it's decorated right. Christmas, but it's not. I right. don't. I don't remember. It's like Jack Skellington getting right. on the right with right. that. Now the haunted ghosts, the haunted mansion ghosts, like you have your hat man, you know the ghost with the the hat in the box and stuff like that. Um, but they do go. I mean, it's it's legit. They go out. They go One out. of I'm gonna interrupt again. No, you're fine. One of my favorite Disney memories. Well, Disney Disneyland with my family is always super fun. I was just telling you, like the Indiana Jones, we all duck when the right everything's going. Yes, yeah. Yeah. so fun. But one of my favorite was I don't. It was with I was at the Haunted Mansion in Tokyo Disney, and I had my best friend with me and my little brother. And there was a new whale. I had, like, I had been there the previous year. I just went right. with my husband to a, like, a TDY, so it, like, a little work trip. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't go anywhere one of the days because he had to be on call to fly a plane. And so I was like, I'm going to Tokyo Disney by myself. And it was so much fun. Um, but the, it seemed like there was a new, like, scary sound. And we couldn't figure it out. And I was like, that one's actually kind of really scary. And then we started doing the zigzag line, and it was this 10-year-old boy or 12-year-old boy that is so scared, he's crying so loudly that the whole time can hear him. He has his hat over his face, and his parents are just like, oh my god, I... What's the poor thing? Like, I totally get it, though. Like, But that is the one ride my daughter will get on. She won't do anything else. Like, she kills me when we took her on Space Mountain. She will never get on Space I think I've scarred her for life. Like, Space Mountain is no longer her ride. I am not a roller coaster person. (laughs) We were on Pirates of the Caribbean. And Tokyo Disney, the drop is bigger. Yes. And I was almost crawling on top of my best friend to get out of the boat while it was going down. And she was like, oh, my God, Janelle, calm down. (laughs) And, like, even, okay, so a few years ago... We went to Disneyland right around my birthday, and it was still Christmas Eve because my birthday's right. January 9th. And um, 
we went with my family and we were on Cars and Cars has just that little dip. Yes. Right before and I looked so scared that my family almost bought the picture because they're like, oh my god, look at Janelle. She looks like she's gonna die. Like some of the best pictures. Like we just went so we just went to Disneyland the summer with our best friends. Like she's so my sister wife. I have like quite a few of those. I mean too. I'm like I have a soulmate and then three wives. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That are all female. And I need to do that now too. Yep. Um, <laughs> and now I have four legs. <laughs> but I, we were trying. I wasn't timing it right. But we went on the the galaxy, the Guardians of the Galaxies <gasps> yes. Tower Tower thing. Oh no! I would never do that. So we did it, and I told her, let's just pretend we're falling asleep. Well, I wasn't timing it right because I'd never been on the ride prior. She's asleep next to me, and I've got my hands straight up in the air. <laughs> Like this will make the best Christmas card. Did we use it now? But, <laughs> but, but we also then you know zoomed in on my daughter, who wanted to go on this ride like fifty billion times because she loves that ride. She's screaming on the top, like the face of anxiety, <laughs> screaming in torture. I'm like, we put you wanted to do this ride. This is why we're on this ride, and yet you're screaming. Like your face tells me otherwise. She's like, no, we're gonna do it again, mom. I'm like, hmm. My brother loves Tower of Terror, and so. When we were in Tokyo Disney, he was like, I have to ride Tower of Terror because it's not no longer going to be in Disneyland or California Adventure or whatever. Right. Because it turned into the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he's like, the... we have to go. This will be my last time. Right. He was so excited. Yeah, I'm pretty excited because they have, so the Guardians of the Galaxy and then it's the Avengers Campus. I'm a big, another reason why I love art and I love stuff is, and I also was able to connect with my dad. Comic books. So we, they were easy to ship while he was deployed. In boxes, it was thinner than bo- you know books. Yeah, but we connected on that level, along with other things too, cinematic. But <laughs> anyway, but the Avengers Campus is opening next to the Tower of Terror. I cannot wait. You should see my face. It's very shocked, <laughs> and I'm very excited. I love all the Avengers, and my it's mostly because my little brother is super geeky. I'm not allowed to call him nerdy. It is geeky, uh-huh. and so he goes I'm to so proud of you. every. <laughs> Midnight showing, and I used to take him when he was too young to drive or go with his friends. And like one time, I ended up on like he was like fourteen or fifteen, but it was like three girls and three boys, and they kind of had paired off. And I was like, "Cool, cool, cool!" I'm just like twenty-two on a seventh wheel date with fifteen-year-olds. Look, sweet no big deal. So excited I'm here right now. Big deal. But like he, you know, he now dresses up for work. As Black Panther. That makes me so happy. And like, because I'm a cosplayer too. Oh, very. Cool. And I, again, my that's another that's been a part of my family, like costume making. That was my grandmother's business. Oh. She was a seamstress, but she also made costumes for Carnival. My mom and my aunt. So my mom directs for like a nonprofit. So she also teaches dance. There's this nonprofit called Royal Stage. Okay. In Sacramento, okay. they just opened one up in LA, and it's. A nonprofit for kids, it's less expensive than most places. Mm-hmm. I think there's still some kind of charge, but um, to help underprivileged kids get into theater and dance and have something to do. Fantastic. And she, the, her and my aunt do all the costumes for it. And my aunt does, I mean, my mom's cool, but my aunt do, does these, like, intricate masks, and they're gorgeous, and, like, oh, She didn't do all the fun stuff. Like, it was more of this. I do remember this one that my grandmother did. So it was for a man, um, but it was a giant 
this giant wired body bodice like of a woman and my grandmother had to figure out a way to put a dress on this bodice like it was seven foot tall like, oh, wow. like huge a huge deal to me so like watching her come up with it like every day after school i'd see how far how far her progress was and sometimes she would just like throw it to the side and do other work for other customers but it ended up being this thing i'll show it to you later but it's just, <laughs> it looks like a grand like your typical oma german dress like you know really bright red rouge kind of color to mm-hmm. it and this this guy would stand in behind it like they would have a, a like a step stool and his head would be popping out behind this bodice <laughs> and that i mean that was like one of the my favorite absolute favorite costumes that she ever made and then she would make our costumes we'd come up with our own things and mm-hmm. we would take clothes that we had in our closet and make our own costumes like my snow white i wanted to be snow white that was like the first movie i ever saw in the theater right disney's snow white and seven dwarves when i was a kid because they re-released it in 1980. I was like, okay. In was like, isn't that like a 1930s no, movie? No, they, re- they, they, they did re- a special thing. Okay. And they re-released they did, it. They did they do that, that recently. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> and I think it was a military thing too, because I think it was something special. But anyway, long story short, we, and I do it to it today, we make costumes for what we have in the, in the closet. So, for like the last five years, my daughter has been a black cat, be it for... <laughs> Studio Ghibli's Gigi's cat, or <laughs> for some other creature that she knows of, you know. But we dress up, and it, we were comfortable in doing that with our. And that's part of the creative business too. Like Chelsea is not into dressing up yet, so right. she has a Spider-Man sweatshirt. So she was Spider-Man once, mm-hmm. and then I ordered her a Wayne's World hat, and so she wore a black shirt and jeans and the Wayne's World hat, and I. I tethered, not tethered, but I feathered my hair and put fake glasses on. I would and love so to we see were, you tether your hair. <laughs> we were um, Wayne and Garth, and it was so fun. Um, so we need to wrap up. Yeah. So what are your, tell me about your plans for 2020 and where can people find you? Okay. So it's really hard to find me right now. Um, I am on Facebook, but it's under Cat Wolford Creative. Um I have an LLC. I just don't advertise it because I'm also, it's also my LLC for my independent, I'm an independent contractor travel agent. Okay. So I have to protect that as well. So, um, but find me on Facebook and then with that link, it'll take you to my Etsy page. And I also have a web, um, visual hands on (laughs) web page that I've created a resume. So you can go on there and see all some of the stuff that I'm allowed to share. There are some things that I do for, for people that I cannot share because it's their product and their okay. trademark. Um, but 2020 is definitely going to be my go, go year. So are you going to be doing consultations? I may be doing consultations. They are free. So but um, then they can hire you to help they can you hire me more. to help me with other things too. Right. So contact her if you have an Etsy shop for a creative business, because this woman knows what she's doing. <laughs> some days, some days. <laughs> and if I don't get back to you right away, it's because my brain is working on something else. But, um, but I'm here for everything. And if you just want to sit down and have a cup of coffee, I'm here for you too. So. All right. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me.